everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is Staging Your Home for Sale, Part 2. Part 1 was very popular, (laughs) and we felt that we had a lot more to say, which we often feel, Uh, but in this particular case, we felt that we had so much to say, it merited yet another podcast on this, because we really didn't get to the fluffy, pretty, light the candles, you know, uh, bake a pie kind of staging, and some people's homes, maybe that's all it needs, or some people need to listen to Part 1, and take all those tips and then move on to part two. Okay. Part one is episode 230. Okay. So if you're looking for the show notes for today's episode, you can go to decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 236. And the show notes for the first one, did you say 230? Yes. Mm -hmm. So it'd be decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 230. Mm -hmm. Great. 230 and 236. Okay. Uh, We had so much to say in episode 230. Now, even if you are not in the, in the process of selling your home or thinking about it, these were such good overall tips for any homeowner. And today the same thing applies. So if you are, it's great. If you're um, wanting to sell your house, we'll give you some tips of uh, how to make it look pretty and appealing and make people love it. And also if you're not, it's a good way, um, to think about your house too, like what could be done around your house to make it look, spiff it up and make it look fabulous. Why don't we start on the outside of the house? What do you Well, think? I just wanted to remind people before we even start on that, that it's a, staging's a little bit different from decorating. Decorating, okay. you know, you want to reflect, uh, you know, if you're a decorator, you reflect your client's personality. If you're, if it's your home, you want to reflect your personality and your family's personality. If you're staging it, you're kind of doing the opposite. You're wanting to depersonalize it. You want it to appeal to a mass group of people and you want people to be able to picture themselves in your home. So that's just a really good difference. point, Anita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keep that in mind as you're going through your house. Mm-hmm. That being said, let's start with curb appeal. What do you think, girls? Sure. I think I nothing, nothing is more deflating you 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 start off with a bad impression because you know your first your first impression really starts at um on the at the curb so you you want to have a really great curb appeal you know Um, that's interesting you say that because when we were going to see our farm for the first time you go down this dirt road and up the hill down the hill and then it was Thanksgiving time. And then you cross this tiny little bridge over a creek. And then you go back up the hill by a pond. It was such a charming approach. I mean, we, 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 we were already in love with the house and the farm before right. we even got there. Yeah. So it really does make a difference kind of, you know, as you first see the property. It does. So if you don't have that that Thanksgiving over the river and through the woods to grandmother house, we go <laughs> yeah. feeling, which, you know, wouldn't that be lovely if we all had that? Um, but we can boost the curb appeal doing so many things. So you want to make sure you think just, just practical things like your driveway isn't cracked and your mailbox is standing up, right? If you have one and the grass is mowed and, um, and green. 
and green. Well, it depends on the time of the year. <laughs> no, but, but I yes. mean, like not not you know brown patches. And Absolutely. Weeds, you know. So you can the, always yeah. spray paint as this he does. That's true. That's so if true. the dog is using the front of your yard, make sure he goes take him for a walk and and he can do that somewhere else. Um, so you want to keep everything nice and lush. You want to put new flowers in, make sure it's green. Um, I even, I even thought maybe like power washing. If you, if you have, if your sidewalk is grungy or your, or even your driveway power wash that. So it's nice and clean. Um, the, see, and here's an easy, easy thing to do. Hang easy to read pretty house numbers somewhere on or near your house. Oh, yeah. that's a sweet I idea. That's a good yeah, idea. Just, just even just clear all this stuff away. Sometimes people have extra hoses or they have container pots that are not looking up to snuff or they might even be empty piled up somewhere. Just, I mean, this is sort of a no brainer, but look at it with the eye of a buyer. Look at it with fresh eyes. You know, sometimes you just have something sitting someplace and you've walked past it so many times to go into your house and you don't even really see it anymore. Anymore. So see the outside of your house with fresh eyes, the eyes of a buyer, some discerning eyes. And so clean up anything that is just sort of extra debris that you don't need around. You don't need to hire a new landscaped architect or designer to come in and redo all your plantings and, and new bushes and whatnot. But if there's a, you know, something died, Take it out. Uh, you could do something as simple as creating two container pots. You know, it won't cost you very much, and you can just do it yourself. Put something simple that's healthy and green or something flowering in two pretty pots, and that will go such a long way to making it more pleasant uh, when somebody pulls up to your door. You know, I think you're so right. And along with that, talking about doors, why not paint your front door? Get a good look at it. You know, Anita always says, take a picture of it. So take a picture of all these things as you're going along. Painting your front door um, is such an easy project and will probably make a huge difference in the way the front of your house looks. Buy a new doormat. You can always use your new doormat. Easy peasy. Yeah, in your new home. But you want, and also here's something else. Sometimes the back of our house, we get a little bit of um, mold or moss growing on it. You know what I'm saying? Just because it gets damp in the way it doesn't get enough sunshine. So always spray, get your house a power sprayed off just to keep it nice and sparkling. Well, and I was going to say, if you've got a wood door, now this is not a paid ad, but the Howard's Feed and Wax is what I love to use on a wood stained door. And that'll just give it, it'll kind of help protect your wood door and give it, really nourish the wood and give it a fresh look. Mm -hmm. Good idea. All right, let's go in. And I was on realtors.com just to see what they had to say. Mm -hmm. And one of their biggest advice is is to paint everything a neutral color. All your walls, all of the insides of your closets, all your doors, everything a neutral color because now that that's no small to expense people. though. That, that no, that is pricey. not. You are so right about that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if yeah. you're if you're thinking about you know selling your home and you've got that 
um, Tuscany colored family room that you don't like anymore, paint it neutral and enjoy it yourself for a while. That's true. Yeah. And the, the other thing while we're talking about, uh, you know, if, if the room needs fresh paint or it's kind of dark, uh, just think about also if it's dark, you know, one thing you can do is paint the walls a nice light, bright color, but also mm-hmm. you can, you know, remove those drapes and add oh, yes. dark drapes and add a mirror. And that's going to reflect the light a lot better. Yeah, so today we're really, we did talk about painting and a lot of the bigger things like correcting any issues that you had in the house and doing all those small repairs and things like that. Uh, so today we're really going to focus on the the fluffy bits. Okay. You know, the right. things that are a little bit easier to do and maybe it's the second stage of staging your house for sale or maybe that's all your house needs is, you know, a good, um, you know, cleaning obviously if it needed that and then to to just create this um, ambiance where Mm. it's very uh, appealing. And as Anita's saying, it has to not only be appealing from a decorative sense, but it has to have this other element because you're trying to sell it where the the potential buyers can picture themselves in your home. So it is very different, as she rightly pointed out, from really decorating for yourself. Well, so and it's the, a different animal. Mm-hmm. And the picture, I, I know Yvonne mentioned that, you know, my favorite tip is take a picture. Uh, on In this particular case, I think it's a good idea to go one step further, photograph every single room. Because I want you to evaluate your house Absolutely. two different ways. Mm-hmm. One is to photograph every room, then just kind of look at it with a very look. Pretend like you're buying this house and don't look at, a, at it as your house, but what would you think of it if you were a home buyer? And the other thing is to, I like to do this other thing, and it's very similar to taking a picture of each room in your house, is to leave your house and start from the street and pretend like you've never seen the house before and walk through see what you notice and try to look at it through different eyes. Try to look at it through the eyes of someone who's never seen your house and see what you notice. And is, is there, are you having to walk around a chair that's in your walkway? Uh, is there something that's kind of, whoa, I didn't realize how strong the color was on this thing or wow, that doesn't really go with that. Or man, this room is cluttered. I, I think walking through specifically looking for what's out of place or what's not right will really also help you get a feel for, you know, what you need to do. And if that doesn't really work for you for some reason, then get a friend who's painfully honest to come through that house for you and tell you, or your <laughs> realtor will tell you. I have a friend like that. Uh-huh. Oh, Me I too. know. I'm everyone's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Oh, also, here's here's what I'm... If we're talking about just little things to do, every room, just think about this. This is like your little mini checklist, but we're going to go through rooms. Add a sign of life, whether that be flowers or a plant or or something that brings life something organic to every room and keep it, make sure it's very fresh and very full of life. We don't want to see any dead leaves or things like that. Clear the clutter. And we've talked about that before. Clear the clutter out of everything. 
Um, and also books, put books in rooms that are tastefully placed. You don't want like so many books that they're overflowing a bookcase, but you can keep your books in there and you can style them nicely. And listen to this. And I didn't think of this. Clean the back of your door and your windows. Um, cause people don't, <clears throat> you know, you'll clean the front, but not the back, maybe so much and make sure you don't have anything hanging on those hooks on the back of like bedroom doors and bathroom doors. Um, and edit, we've talked about this, your personal pictures. Not just visually think about the house, but also the scent. We might've talked about this a little bit about having a welcoming smell in the house. But what I want to make sure to point out is that some people are really bothered by heavily kind of uh, synthetic scents, those fake smells uh, from a lot of the room fresheners that aren't made from natural essential oils or, you know, real fragrances. Uh, those, I, you know, think about that person that you're in the car with that spritzed themselves. So when I was a kid in the car with my grandma, I don't, it's like she had lost her sense of smell. And oh, I mean, no. we, so she put on so much perfume. I mean, my brother and I were turning about three, we we're like, can someone Roll the window down. Yeah, we're getting oh sick. Gosh. And a lot of people are very sensitive to scents. Right. So you don't want to do that to your home. You don't want to, you don't want to do anything to turn people off. So it's nice to have a very pleasant scent, but make it a soft, natural scent, like a diffuser with a natural a scent with something that's kind of has a broad appeal and not something just that only you like. And that I think will have that fresh smell that, you know, appeals to most people coming mm-hmm. in. Anita, and I'll put, I'm actually, I actually am a Young Living um, consultant. I just joined because I use it so much. It's um, essential oils and I use so many of their products. I thought, this is silly. I'm just going to go ahead and do that for myself, but I'll um, put my my link and my number if anybody wants to get any of uh, a diffuser of some of their beautiful scents. Um from Young Living Oil because they are just an excellent quality. And just find something that Anita said that is just somebody loves, something that smells like baking or something that smells like citrus or everybody or actually loves do lavender. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or actually, mm-hmm. actually bake. The other thing about this every room checklist is no tchotchkes. You know, if you have that, we, we talk about Hummel collections well, all the time. Well, super small They're, thing. When you say tchotchkes, you're yeah. mean, you mean small, those really small Little things collections, that end up looking like, Yeah, like Hummels yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, it That tends to turn people off they, because they really can't see themselves in that. So um, you're be- better off taking them and wrapping them gently and putting them away and saving them for your new house. But just take all those off and... and uh, it's better to have a clean slate than a bunch of little things hanging out. Well, one of our favorite decorating tips, I think very much applies to staging your house, and that is the limited color palette. It's very pleasing all of the time. And so this, I think, will also help you appeal to a potential buyer if you have not too many different colors in each room. So kind of try to scale down the colors. Maybe if you have 15 different pillows and 15 different colors, maybe try to pull out some so you have fewer colors in each room and that's going to make the room feel more cohesive. And and that just is a a pleasing thing. And someone can walk in the room and maybe not even know why they like it, but that color really does help them like the room. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing. Make sure you have enough light in all of your rooms. You know, push those 
open those wind shades, um, pull, pull those curtains back, uh, add lighting to a room. If it's dark, make sure you have your, your, um, your lights on and they're on dimmer. So it's, it's, it's not overpowering, but it's nice and it feels well lit and it feels very cheery. And that is because there's so many subliminal things that we go through that it's like, oh, Ooh, that's dark. And you may not say it right off or think it, but your mind picks up that subliminal message. And so you want things to look, you know, cheery and light and airy and bright. I mean, unless you're going for the dark library look or something like that, but still a lamp is a great thing to have in there. Right. And in your bathroom, something that I like to do because, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to use those towels over and over again. And then they start looking not the freshest, maybe not bright white anymore. So uh, for selling your house and staging it, I would definitely buy at least two new pillows that you set out that are going to be your show pillows. I wouldn't use these while you're showing your house to sell. Just have some fluffy, clean, fresh looking towels sitting out. So it so they have the feeling that they could just step in that shower or the bathtub and just wrap that soft towel around them. And it would just be such a wonderful experience. So you're going to have show towels. Well, for this, I don't normally have show towels, but for this, I do. I, I love would. show towels. So, yes. yes. And I would make those show towels white. <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. That's really a good idea. Here's some other things. Um, let's go back into like the living room, dining room area. Let's talk about your furniture. Now, they're not buying your furniture, but if your furniture is shabby or too cluttered, that's going to make a negative um taste in their mouth. So you really want to make sure that you clear out any clutter of furniture. It's better. Like uh, Anita always says, she just goes and edits something out. And when you're staging, that's a good idea. Less is best. And if you can pull furniture away from the wall, do it. If you've looked at staged houses, they usually have, even in a big room, like just a group, a grouping that looks really cozy and like the sofa and the chairs are close together, pulled away from the wall with lighting. And that's sort of the look that you're trying to um, replicate. Also, make sure that you have your furniture. It's nice and clean. Um, get rid of any tattered and torn furniture. And even if you have to have somebody come in and clean your furniture, do that. Staging a house for sale is not going to be a $0 investment. For yeah, it might part, not be, but there's no. a lot you can do and go can go a long way in just yeah. cleaning things out. Like we, we talked all about the closets last time and really got down to the nitty gritty with the wire hangers as opposed to matching hangers and all that stuff. But we didn't really talk about other areas that you can clean out. People are going to come and look at everything. Right. They have a right mm-hmm. to open and they will open your cabinets and every look in your closets. And right. So you want to make sure that when they open the medicine cabinet, there isn't a lot of expired things. It's just going to give that overall impression, as Anita mentioned last time, that, you know, maybe you're not taking such great care of your house if the, you know, behind the closed doors, everything's a mess, right? So clean it all out. It's a, do yourself a favor too. Clean all that stuff out. If you have to have a few things in there, 
you know, keep them in there. Uh, but even if you could just clear it all out and for the time being, when you're showing your house, have it in your travel bag, uh, you know, your toothbrush and all that stuff. Don't leave electric toothbrushes and all that out on the counter. It may seem so obvious when you're hearing it, but again, it might be one of those things where you see it every day. So you're not really seeing it anymore. Mm -hmm. And there it is when you invite all these people into your house for an open house or something like that. Same thing with the kitchen cabinets. If somebody opens the kitchen cabinets and, and, you know, all these pots and pans almost fall out on top of them. Well, that's not a great impression either. And you probably don't need all those pots and pans anyway, and you'll be moving. So why do you want to move them all? So clear those all out. So really, in doing so much of what you're going to be doing for properly staging your home for sale, you're really, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's twofold because you're preparing yourself to actually move as well. All right. I, I think that is such great advice, but that works just for us living like that. Who needs seven spatulas? Right. And right. two sets of pots and pans and you only use three of three from the two sets as it is. So it's a good thing to do is just to clear everything out. In the dining room, style your dining room table. Don't set it. That's just, again, this is from realtors.com. They suggest that you don't set the table. They find that, again, that's too personal. People might not like what you have on the table, and it could make your room look cluttered. But just put some big, nice wow piece and maybe candlesticks on the center of your table. And that um, tends to be the most pleasing. Also, if you have an outdated chandelier, um, you you should hang a more trendy chandelier. And um, it is, I mean, I, I've seen them for a song. They're so inexpensive anymore. It's, you know, you don't have to buy a thousand dollar chandelier, buy a hundred dollar chandelier with a nice drum shade, something that looks nice and trendy, freshens up that whole area, but yet will bring added value to your to your home. Yeah, great ideas. Hey, this is something exciting that I wanted to share. One of our listeners, Pam S. Pam, became uh, a professional stager. And I believe that Pam has told us in the past that, you know, she was inspired by listening to the podcast too to to make this leap in her own life and get her certificate for personal for um, staging homes for sale. And so it changed her personal journey a little bit, which we're so glad to even have a small, tiny little part in. But Pam was excited when she saw that we were doing our last staging Your Home for Sale episode. So she sent us some tips. So could I share those with everybody? Oh, that'd be wonderful. Okay, Pam said I could. So if you guys are good with it. So Pam suggests to accentuate the focal points, which is a great thing. We didn't even think to say that. So yes, if you've got a fabulous fireplace or you've got something spectacular in your room, you know, do do your best to showcase that because that might just be the thing. You know, if two houses are coming in around the, the same uh, price and people feel the same way about them, there just might be that one special thing. Uh, you know, oh, husband says to wife, well, remember that fabulous mantle in that house? Why, you know, why don't we just pick that one? So uh, accentuating the focal points is a, is a great tip. And also Pam says, show as much floor space as possible. Mm-hmm. Remove the small rugs and anything that is, uh, you know, seems like clutter on the floor. Even she says um, bed skirts to take those off to show more floor space. And it gives more of an impression of the rooms being larger. 
Oh, what a great tip. It's a pretty good tip. I wouldn't have thought about that, right? And again, she says about neutralizing your home, which we've covered. Um, She also talked about the white towels in the bathroom. And then to think about, um, you know, how the shots are going to be taken for that multiple listing services, you know, so, you know, you you might not be taking the photos, more than likely you won't be, but uh, maybe when the person comes to take them, you could be there and you could sort of work with them a little bit and and. you know, help them see the your house in the best light so they're taking the best photos because the photos are going to be the first impression that people have before they even come to see the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are such fabulous tips. Yeah. Um, and, and really, especially the, 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 tr- uh, the skirt, I would have never have thought of that. Yeah, I know. Me either. Because you know, right? I think it makes it look pretty. But I, again, if you remove that, you it does have a, a tendency to make things look a little more open. Right, right. That's oh. so again, the line that Anita mm-hmm. was talking about between the decorating and the staging, you know, it is different. You know, there. Are, that's yeah. why people like Pam have this certificate because it's a very specific thing. So these episodes that we've been doing, you know, it's on this very specific topic. It may not be the way we tell you to decorate your your house. We would say have a bed skirt. Mm-hmm. We would say have a bed skirt right. from bespoke decor, a long drop, you know, it's absolutely fabulous <laughs> and have it, you know, sp- uh, you know, flouncing over your floor, but maybe not when you're staging. Yeah. Or we would say set that t- table and you know they say no don't set your table right mm-hmm. well what i like to do i mean when i'm styling for a magazine for example but also i think this would work for staging your house is to give the appearance that you have lots of places for people to sit and and have a cup of coffee so you know if there's a place if it without crowding the room if it's crowded this isn't going to work but if you have space in a room by a window, for example, for a a small chair and a small little table where someone could sit and read or, you know, have a cup of tea or something. I think that's appealing because then they can say, oh, I can sit here in the mornings and have my tea or that's where I'm going to have my coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. And maybe their life is too busy that they're not going to do it. But if they can picture themselves sitting there, then, then you've done your job. Yes, mm-hmm. you've done your job. One um, <laughs> sort of place that you, you may not think of is the basement. I know people, are, they always want to see the basement, right? They're always like, oh, don't you want to see the pretty stuff? But, you know, obviously they're going to be buying the house. They're interested in not only how pretty it is and how they're going to put their mark on it, but, you know, how well has it been taken care of? What's going on sort of under the hood and going into the basement and seeing all the bits that are down there, whether you have your AC uh, units or, you know, the machine for all of that down there, uh, the electrical box. There might be a lot of um, things in the basement that will speak volumes as to how well the house was maintained. So if somebody goes down there and it's an absolutely jumbly mess with, you know, maybe, you know, rodent poisoning, you know, in the corner <laughs> and, you know, maybe a little That's not a good of, sign. Yeah. Or a little puddle oh, of water. No. I mean, mm-hmm. realistically, everybody knows, you know, critters get in houses and sometimes there's a little leak, but why would you want to leave that all out on display when you're staging right. your house? Exactly. So I'd go down there and make sure, you know, get a shop back or get a broom, sweep it all up, make sure it all looks clean. And, um, you know, if you keep your 
paper towels and things like that. Just make sure it's all stacked nicely. I'm not saying you should need to, you know, paint your basement with sonnet and, you know, and, and get a fresh bouquet of flowers and put it down <laughs> Although there. you could. Although but, you, you know, could saying, you, if you, you have a little to. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this way, if someone comes down there, it just looks neat and tidy. And again, gives that indication, as Anita mentioned, that this house has been fully maintained. You know, we keep it up to snuff and everything is up to date. You know, that speaks volumes as to how the house will function when yeah, somebody neat, purchases it. clean, neat, clean, and well-maintained. Those are things that you really want to get across. And that's mm-hmm. something, I mean, I unless you're wanting a fixer-upper, you know, most people want to be able to walk in, turn the key, and they don't have to do anything else. So yeah, if you if they get the feeling that, oh, I'm not going to have to fix anything in this house, I think that's that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And yes, I'm looking for a house that's been well maintained. I you know, when I see little telltale signs of neglect, then it does make me question a lot of things. What what's going on that I'm not seeing? I think that's a good point because we always want to make that good impression and even the smallest thing like the basement can turn people off. And, you know, our, and your goal in staging a home is to get as many eyes, positive eyes on your house as you possibly can. Right. So we all wish you a bidding war. And yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and to live a life where, you know, if anybody's, if somebody said to you, Hey, you just win the lottery and you can go live anywhere you want and you want to sell your house tomorrow, you're ready. If you've listened mm-hmm. to our two episodes and taken our tips. Well, maybe I'm not so ready in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, then you have something to do this afternoon. I have work to do. That is right. Mm -hmm. And on that note, um, we hope that we've helped anyone out there that is in the prospects of selling a home. And and we congratulate you on maybe finding another home and another home of your dreams. But just remember, whether you're in a house that you love or the house that you um, will someday have, we're here to help you um, to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.